I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's Tuesday, and on this fine day, uh, AJ's not here with us, but we've got Justin Bernal, who's a married man. Hi. How are you feeling? Exhausted. Yeah, I have to tell you, you had the gayest straight wedding I've ever been to. Well, thank you. It was so iconic. We danced and we lived, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah, it was such a fun time. Uh, we had uh, our own Dr. James there. We had you there. We had uh, Daddy Lisa there. That's right. Number one fan Adam was there. I know, Adam, if you're listening, we love you. Wasn't he so great? Uh, I thought it was so much fun. And you looked stunning. Lauren looked stunning. The venue was beautiful. Yeah, uh, it was a country club in my uh, hometown of Glendora. So uh, had some really good food, some good times, and uh, a lot of dancing. Yeah. Including you... Uh, Opening up the runway and br- bringing everyone on there, including my my father-in-law, uh, some servers. Yeah. And I think just random people that you saw from outside. Yeah, I well literally done. thought I was the wedding singer. You were. That's who I thought I was. <laughs> I was like, everyone, let's roll. But everybody did. You had such a fun group of friends. Everybody played along. They were so cute. Yeah, we had, we had a great time. And, you know, I, I, I thank you again for coming. And, you know, I, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Oh, my it was God. A blast. I literally had the best time. And the food was so good also. Can we just say that? Yeah. I loved it. What was your favorite one? Steak. Oh, the steak? Yeah. Did you try any appetizers? No, because I'm gluten-free right now. Oh, that's right. I know. It was awful. I just had to look at them. Tempted. You missed the risotto balls and yeah, the lobster, lobster. empanadas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I will say one thing before we get into the show for real. Yeah. Your son looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Isn't he cute? He's so cute. It's the cute. first time you met him. Anybody really met him uh, yeah. after almost 21 months. I know. Well, he looks 21 years old. Well, I He's mean- He's tall. He- He's he's a big boy for uh, being almost two. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's so cute. All right, we have a great show for you today. As always, me and Justin will keep it very entertaining. Uh, we also have Doc Halligan joining us to talk about all your pet needs. Of course, it's Tuesday, so for now, let's get into a little bit of news. Uh, vaccine opposition is causing division everywhere from schools to police forces. More than a third of Chicago police officers have to find a deadline to report their vaccination status. That means about 4,500 officers are now at risk of being placed on no pace status soon. In Miami, a private school is making children who receive the shot stay home for 30 days, citing vaccine misinformation. However, experts say tragedies like the death of former Secretary of State Colin Powell, who died of COVID-19 complications despite being fully vaccinated, further underscore the need for widespread vaccination. Powell was immunocompromised from battling cancer. Um, And CNN medical analyst Dr. Jonathan Rayner said younger people getting vaccinated helps protect elders and the more vulnerable, even those who are vaccinated. 
In other news, Assistant Secretary for Health Dr. Rachel Levine is making history again. Levine is being sworn in as a four-star admiral, making her the first transgender four-star officer in all eight of the uniformed services. Uh, admiral Levine will also be the first female four-star admiral in the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps. Levine's historic nomination to be Assistant Secretary for Health at the Department of Health and Human Services was quickly followed with the distinction of being the first transgender federal official to be confirmed. The vote to confirm her nomination was bipartisan. Now, there are only 44 other four-star active duty officers in all of the ununiformed uh, services. In an interview with LGBTQ Nation, Levine stressed that her appointment symbolizes progress. Now, Levine will lead the corps which is over 6,000 public health service officers, but stressed that her leadership style is collaborative. She's a facilitator at heart, but as the person in charge, she's not afraid to make those tough decisions. All right, in very sad news, Royal Poetical Stars, a 26-year-old black transgender musician, uh, was shot to death in broad daylight. Um, friends and family are letting uh, the public know uh, Stars was shot 20 times as she sat inside her Hummer SUV on a residential street in Miami Gardens, Florida. Police and media initially misgendered Stars, leaving LGBTQ media outlets uninformed about her murder for weeks. So far, no one has been arrested for her murder. It's unclear if Stars had also changed the gender markers on her official government identification documents. Um, however, they definitely did not acknowledge her. Um, as the trans woman that she was. Her friends said that she left a lasting impression on everyone that she met. Her infectious smile and bigger-than-life personality brightened every room she walked into. There is a GoFundMe for her to help pay for her funeral expenses. There's an $8,000 goal. $1,100 has already been raised, uh, but we always like to bring awareness to our trans sisters who are so brutally murdered that never get the media coverage they deserve. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be... A high of 77 in Kansas City, 82 in Miami, 63 in San Francisco, 63 in Seattle, 75 in Atlanta, 66 in Buffalo, 72 in Cleveland, 68 in Sacramento, 81 in La Quinta, 81 in Cathedral City, 81 in Palm Springs. Now, AJ did leave us with the vibe of the day before he left, so take a listen. Well, it's not working. Okay, you give it's us a It's a great 6 a.m. Uh, all right. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, uh, if you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. If you are determined to learn, no one can stop you. Ooh, I love that. All right, well, coming up uh, in What the Health, Dr. James Simmons is talking to us about how many gay men got off prep during the pandemic and how getting back on is so important, how it may affect you, coming up next. Uh, that's Easy On Me by Adele, her new single that we have long awaited, honey. And she did not disappoint. Listen, I was listening to it the other day. I was having a listening party with my dog, Rocco, and we were crying. I know that Rocco was too. At one point, Lisa came in and asked if we were okay. So I'm just going to say that's my feedback on the song. How do you feel, Justin? It is something that we've waited five long years for. And it fulfilled that that that, ir- that urge. It, you know, it scratched that itch. And I can't wait to see what the rest of 30 has. I know we have a month to wait, but... Obsessed. You know, I'm sure there will be another song coming along shortly, probably. Well, who else is coming out with new music uh, that the gays are screaming? Christina. Oh. Ex-Tina just made an announcement. Oh. Mm-hmm. We're very excited about that. Also, okay, so I finished Squid Game, mm-hmm. which was horrific. Mm-hmm. I have nightmares. Um, but now I got on season three of You. Have you started that? No. No, I have Have not. you started You at all? No. Why? I don't know. 
Why, Justin? It's on me. It is on you, Go and I'm not going to take it easy on you. I can't believe you would love you. It's so... There's just so much good TV. It's like uh, I, I, I'm catching up on like 85 different shows right now. It's inexcusable. I just, I just finished Ted Lasso. R.I.P. Nate. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. I know people told me to start Ted Lasso, but I couldn't because I had to start uh, you because it's terrifying. Ted Lasso's, I mean, one of the best shows on TV. All right. You I'll start Ted if you start you. All right. Well, great. Done. It's a deal. What's popping? All right, coming up for what's a poppin' other television that we're obsessed with is Shit's Creek, obviously. Uh, but star Sarah Levy marries Graham Outerbridge. Now, this is very, very exciting news because Sarah Levy, she it's so interesting her position in the show, because she's the Dan Levy's sister in real life, but she actually had just played the waitress. And Eugene's daughter, yeah. And, yeah, and, and also Eugene's daughter in real life. But she just got pregnant. The nuptials took place at the Sunset Tower Hotel in West Hollywood, where Levy and Outerbridge uh, were surrounded by close friends and family. Levy's co-star and older brother Dan Levy also shared the exciting news on his own Instagram with the photo of the siblings tearing it up on the dance floor. He said, my sister got married. This is absolutely not a photo of us screaming the lyrics to S Club Party on the dance floor. Love you, Sarah. I would do anything to be a part of their family. Well, you know, now it makes a lot of sense. I, I did send out that invite to Dan Levy for my wedding. And that's right. And he was unable me, to so. come. It, it makes sense now. Yes. It makes sense. Yes. That's why he couldn't come because he was at his own sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, congratulations to the happy couple. We love to see it. Now, coming up in the next hour, the reason why you only see bad news about the community online. This is really interesting, and we'll discuss why that is next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's Tuesday. AJ's out, but I got Justin on my side, a Hello. newly married man. Yep. Okay, now do you feel, listen, mm-hmm. because you already like kind of were married. Yeah. So this was like the celebration. The yeah. Right, because mm-hmm, you had a baby, out mm-hmm. of wedlock. Well, I'm and also you're in love. Long. Okay, yeah, yeah. so uh, you are. <laughs> okay, does it feel different now? That you've had the celebration that everybody knows that you like saw Lauren in her hot white dress. It, it feels a lot like, you know, we, we did the traditional, you know, wedding gauntlet thing, you know, the freaking out over the catering and rearranging the seating chart 10,000 times. So it, it, it feels like we're a lot more married now. And it was also just nice to have kind of like a celebration of us and getting to see all of our friends and family interact in different ways and you know seeing you guys interact with some of our family friends and seeing you interact with my father-in-law or my dad or all those other people and it's just it it brings people together and it was that was what we were really missing that first time around and we we got it this time and it was just beyond okay let's talk about important stuff your father-in-law thinks i'm a star yes he does he said it a thousand he said i'm meeting somebody famous right now well, and i let him say that well you you remember in the cocktail hour he was he came to up to me he's like can you introduce me to michaela i was like yeah sure j- just we'll, we'll go over there okay yeah rick this is michaela michaela this is rick yeah. and then I, I had to go see other other people because we were being hounded because it's our wedding so yeah. rick is an icon okay? oh yeah so i just want to say that Amazing. the people at your wedding really have taste and then, I mean, you pulled my dad out, out on the dance floor as well, which was amazing. I pulled your mother on the dance floor. You pulled and my mother on the dance floor, And then I had them grind on each other. And they <laughs> I, were into it. I did not see that one, thank God. Oh, there was a twerk happening. Okay, great. Okay, I just want to let you know that your guests left very happy. I, I, I hope they did. I had a dirty Shirley. I dirtied up your guests, and then I left with Lisa. And it was iconic.
You had a beautiful wedding. Thank Loved you. Loved you. So happy that I could be there. Yes. Okay, coming up this hour, uh, the reason why well, you only see bad news about the community online, it's because Michaela goes to straight weddings and makes it wild. A little bit. <laughs> Just so a fun. little wild. <laughs> okay, let's get into a little bit of news today. Uh, Royal Poetical Stars, a 26-year-old black transgender musician, was shot to death in broad daylight on October 2nd. Stars friend, family law attorney Sandy T. Fox said Stars was shot 20 times as she sat inside her Hummer SUV on a residential street in Miami Gardens, Florida. Police and media initially misgendered Stars, leaving LGBTQ media outlets uninformed about her murder for weeks. Uh, so far, no one has been arrested for her murder. Uh, a friend said, I changed her name because she's trans to Royal Poetical Stars, which is what Facebook and Instagram say. That's also what she's recognized as at the medical examiner's office, but it appears they aren't even recognizing her as trans. Now, it is unclear if Stars had also changed the gender markers on her official government identification documents. Stars will be buried uh, in her birthplace of Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, GoFundMe has been uh, made to help pay for her funeral expenses. Now, they are asking for $8,000. They've only reached $1,100. But it's really important. I always appreciate Channel Q because nobody knows about uh, Royal's death. And it's so imperative that these black, young, trans women not only stop being brutally murdered, but that it's taken seriously. I mean, $8,000 is not that much. I hope they're able to raise it and we can continue raising awareness. All right, another news. Vaccine opposition is causing division everywhere from schools to police forces. More than a third of Chicago police officers have defied a deadline to report their vaccination status. That means about 4,500 officers are now at risk of being placed on no-pay status soon. In Miami, a private school is making children who receive the shots stay home for 30 days, citing vaccine misinformation. However, experts say tragedies like the death of former Secretary of State Colin Powell, who died of COVID-19 complications despite being fully vaccinated, further underscore the need for widespread vaccination. Powell was immunocompromised from battling cancer. And CNN medical analyst Dr. Jonathan Reiner said younger people getting vaccinated helps protect elders and the more vulnerable, even those who are vaccinated. Now let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 82 in Miami today, a high of 75 in Atlanta, 72 in Cleveland, 70 in Sacramento, 81 in Cathedral City, 81 in La Quinta. It's going to be pretty nice everywhere. 77 in Kansas City, 81 in Palm Springs, 72 in Vegas, and 72 in L.A. Now, Justin, give us a vibe of the day. Here's your vibe of the day. Oh. You're braver than you believe and stronger than you seem and smarter than you think. Thank you so much, AJ, for coming for this one segment to give us the vibe of the day that I actually thought Justin would be giving. I'm so happy that you could make it. Just a wild wild day. You know, <laughs> you never know who's going to give you the vibe Just of the day. Just guest starring roles. Okay, coming up, the reason you only see bad news about the community online may shock you, but it's an important conversation to have and we'll discuss next. You ever wonder why you get online and maybe you're looking for queer news, right? And oftentimes it feels like, God, we just live the hardest lives ever. Everything's bad, everything's negative, nobody's celebrating us. Uh, And if you feel that way, it might be with good reason because apparently 90% of all the stories that surfaced on Google, on their Google News, uh, about the LGBTQ plus community were negative stories because that's what their algorithm pushes out. 
Now, algorithm, algorithm, algorithm. We're always asking, what's the, nobody really knows what the algorithms are, right? Not a clue. My fiance was working with Instagram to build his Instagram. He actually had somebody assigned to him because he's an influencer to work on building his Instagram. And they gave him all this advice and his numbers plummeted. (laughs) They work for Instagram. And he said, what's the algorithm? How do I beat it? It's crazy. They don't even know. It's so crazy because I like an example is I can have thousands of views on my IG story one day and I can have 200 the next day. Like it it literally does not make sense. Well, just in one week, people were look uh, they did a they did a, a survey on LGBTQ plus stories on Google News. 52 total they found. 39 of those 52 were very negative, like clearly negative about our community. 12 were not directly negative or really that positive. And one of the stories was completely unrelated to us and they were just trying to use it for clicks. And I think this is, we're at a point now, I think that this conversation is important because technology is what it is and we are where we are. And many of, it wasn't that long ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, a lot of the content we were getting about black people in our country and their history and their culture were through the eyes of like a slave story. Right. Or like a movie like The Blind Side, where Sandra Bullock is saving a poor young black man or The Help, you know, where poor Viola Davis and poor Octavia Spencer have to be, you know, hired help in the South. Or we're watching Django Unchained or any number of 12 years of slave, all these slave narratives. And that's what many Americans, that's what they knew about the African-American experience. When in reality, you know, there's so much more. There's so much more culture to celebrate. Absolutely. And and we weren't getting that because that's not what was being given to us. So that's what we thought it was. And now you see you see Empire and Insecure and you see, you know, dear white people on and Black Panther and all this content now that is supportive and that shows like the breadth of the of the African American experience. And it's so much more beautiful than many people ever knew. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where we are in our community. We're at a tipping point right now where Shows like Pose and the L Word coming back and diversifying their cast, you know, and and then also we're seeing queer representation in Marvel and in DC and it's coming up. Perfect example. We've had her on the show, Lacey Mosley. Yeah. She's one of my best friends, one of Emile's very best friends. No, she's not. She's, She's one of, she's not my best. She's closer to Emile. Fine. It is what it is. But while we are celebrating, you know, the, the season two premiere of We're Here, uh, for HBO recently drag queens being celebrated she was there and i was thinking about how big of a deal this was yeah she plays a bisexual a queer character uh on the iCarly reboot on paramount plus and the way they handled her coming out was her simply saying she went on a date with a girl and that was that yeah no just, it's not even announced she just anymore. mentioned that she was a female and that was it there was never a discussion about it there was never a coming out story there was never the sad long drawn well, out listen, thing i feel like along with that conversation we keep talking about squid game but how they're having uh incredible representation right now for yes. the asian community yes. and i feel like um we talked about this yesterday what was the movie that came out last year parasite yeah. that was so also iconic also out of south korea yep genius 2019 i believe it and was up. Yep. you know i feel like a lot of people if they just are on social media doing whatever um they have uh they um sorry i saw somebody that i knew somebody walking walked in the by hall, and so i just got wave. distracted you guys know i'm so ADD. <laughs> um but they're they're really 
geniuses. And if you're not so familiar with other cultures, mm -hmm. this is a great way to understand sort yes. of the mind and, and the creativity yes. and the beauty and Guess the art. Guess what? There's a lot of beauty in our community and we have a lot of fun and we have kikis and we laugh. And of course, we, we suffer and we struggle, but not 90% of the time. 90% of the stories on Google News about our community are negative? Like, what is that? That, yeah. does, that doesn't represent the reality of, of my life. That doesn't represent, you know, a weekend on the couch with my fiance with my dog. That doesn't represent a kiki in Palm Springs with your friends at a, at a pool party. That's that's who we are and so many other stories. But, like, to be negative is just so sad because I don't want the world to have this picture of who we are based on an algorithm Absolutely. on Google News. Absolutely. Who's she? Who's she? All right, coming up, we're doing tipping in 2021. This is really important because Adrian and I both met each other in the food industry and uh, we really rely on our tips and we'll discuss why next. Let's get one thing straight. If you live in America, you, you have, have to tip. tip. Servers here rely on tipping to make a living. And as long as that's true, if you don't do it, you're an asshole. Thank you. But just because that's the system we have, doesn't mean it's a good system. And tipping is a custom that shortchanges servers, inconveniences customers, and makes the dining experience worse for everyone. So true. You know, Michaela and I met years and years ago, 15 years ago, working at a restaurant together. Mm -hmm. And I was a bartender. She was a server. And we re relied heavily on tips. And before I came to California, because I think California actually pays a good wage for for servers. We actually make like whatever the minimum wage is out here at the time. 10, yes. 12 bucks an hour back then, right? Um, back in Ohio and in New York City, I think we made $2.13 an hour. That's it. So you relied completely on your tips. And I worked at a French restaurant in New York City and a lot of Europeans would come in and would not tip because it's not customary for, for many of them. So it's it's an interesting conversation. Why do we do it? Why have we accepted this? And one young person uh, shared this on Reddit. I want to read for you. Food here in New York City is a minimum $15. I'm an international student. I only tipped 10% today because I was running out of my free gift card that came with quarantine. The delivery guy proceeds to fight me over it, saying no one tips me like that. No one. Sorry I don't have $5 to pay you after the service and delivery fees, etc. Why am I the one in charge of making sure this guy gets paid enough? Look, I get it. The people deserve better, but I don't I don't like getting shouted at in public lobbies because I only paid 10% for a bowl of rice that I already paid too much for. He's got a good point. If you're coming okay. here from some other country and you don't understand the system, that seems insane. Also, why are we the ones who should be paying tips when the actual corporation who runs the restaurant or the whatever it may be should be paying more couldn't they be i mean yeah we can tip but should 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 servers rely solely on tips well here's the thing i remember when i was a server i got hurt at work and i ended up having to go on workman's comp like i had to get surgery it was a mm. big deal and so i was on workman's comp but because i didn't claim my tips yeah the workman's comp ended up only being like $150 every two weeks. It was unbearable. A joke. Like a joke. And I couldn't get a regular job because it would have interfered with the surgery that I needed that was being covered. And it was very clear at that moment, like, 
we're not protected. I mean, granted, yes, you're supposed to claim your tips. You don't because you don't want to get taxed, sure. whatever. It's a whole thing. But you just don't. Most just don't. I couldn't get an apartment when I was in my 20s because my income showed so low because I didn't claim right. everything on my tips. So it's like a, a double-edged sword. Right. But the problem is if you just waited for your checks, those checks were a joke when uh-huh. you were a server. You get I like mean, a $28 money. check, a yeah. $17 check. There's no yeah. check. So I don't think that it should be our responsibility. You know, in in other countries, they do. They just pay them well, so you're not forced to tip. When I was in Portugal and in Spain, and I would tip even close to what I would tip here, you would think tears were going to start welling up in people's eyes. They don't expect it. Nobody expects it, and they're happy. They're fine. They're getting paid a good job, a good wage for their job, and they enjoy doing their job. Sometimes I think when you're working for tips... It puts so much pressure on you and you're so stressed out constantly. You don't actually enjoy your job. You're hustling all the time to get to that next table, get to the next table, to get to the next table because you need the tips. When if you were just paid a good hourly rate and said, hey, I enjoy my job. Because one of the worst things about working as a tipped employee is you never know what your income is going to be week to week, night to night. And you can't plan for anything. Mm-hmm. And I can't even tell you how many of my friends in my 20s got married and I either went to their wedding or did not go to the weddings based on how much money I had that weekend a when it was time percent. to book a flight. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing personal. I just had a good month one month and another month was a bad month. Yeah. You know, after the holidays, you got to know January and February, you're not going to make any money in restaurants. Mm-hmm. It always slows down. People spend all their money on the holidays. So, they pull, so then you're broke. Then you're scraping by after you spent money on the holidays. Well, our producer also shared this article with me because on this topic of tipping, I'm planning a wedding. I was just in Mexico this weekend, and I'm going to tell you this. The list of people you're supposed to tip when you hold a (laughs) wedding is insane. Now, some of these make sense to me. Like, we planned on giving our wedding planner a little extra bonus just because she's wonderful. Hairstylist, makeup artist, of course, I'll tip them as well. That makes sense. But then it comes down to things like the wedding officiant, which is a good friend of ours. I'm like, do we tip her? We plan on getting her a gift, a nice gift, so that's probably enough, right? Um... How about the musicians? Do you have to go tip every one of the musicians afterwards if you're already paying a rate? Apparently, we do. Photographer and videographer, I'm going to tell you this. When my partner said yes to everything in that meeting the other day. You wanted to strangle him. Our photographer, videographer bill was over 10K. Oy vey. Just for that, I was like, oh my gosh. My little butt was clenched so tight. And I said, absolutely, honey, whatever you want. It's the only thing that really matters to him. He's got a YouTube channel. We'll make the money back, right? He's going to make multiple videos and all sorts of stuff for social media, whatever. That's cute. But I'm like, wait, 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 what? I thought it was going to be like a couple thousand dollars. I had no idea. Florals? Do I tip the florist? Yeah, that's, that's a That's lot. a few more grand. It's just, it really, really adds up. You have to also tip the setup crew, the teardown crew. I'm just going to not make eye contact with server. anybody. <laughs> anybody. Just look away. I'm going to avoid them all. Honey, just look away. And they're going to look at me because I'm going to be at the wedding and I'll be making eye contact with everybody. They're going to look at me. I'm just going to give you a whole bunch of pesos and just say, go give them to people. If they look like they're working hard, Michaela, give it to them. You can tuck them in your your dress. In my dress. Mm -hmm. I'll make sure to get the not low cut one then so when I dance money, it doesn't come out so I have it. No, you're wearing low cut, obviously. Mm -hmm. Just tip them, tuck them deeper. I'm going to look so good at your wedding. You're really so good. And also, Loki, I have a little update for you on wedding, wedding, what are they called, wedding party dresses? Fine, I'm the maid of honor, I guess. You're not a bridesmaid. Because I'm not a bride. You're also not my maid of honor. But I love you for that. I love you. In, in any world, you could be. However, I chose my oldest friend over my cutest friend. She is pretty old. 
You better watch what you say. <laughs> I, just, I just moved you down the line. You're going to be the last person in my league at the very end. Far, far away from me. Good. The last one to walk before you do. We're closer together. Stop. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's time for a little What's Poppin'. So here's what's going down. Spice Girls was the first concert I ever went to. They are my heroes. They're everything to me, which is why I loved that Mel C was on Dancing with the Stars. However, it's been a really challenging competition. I think just with JoJo Siwa alone, like she's killing it. Uh, But she made it really far until she got eliminated last night during Monday's Grease Night. It was a shocking elimination. Page Six was able to catch up to him and here's what she had to say. I had such high expectations of myself and I felt like everybody else had very high expectations of me. So that put a lot of pressure on me. But um, we just did not want to go home at this point. We really thought and hoped we'd have a little bit longer. I'm the best partner ever. I think that's when it's got to be tough, when you've done all of the work, all the preparation, because they've been doing this for weeks now, and then you're the second one to go home. Who went home last week? I believe it was The Bachelor. I forget his name. I thought Kristen... I thought Christine... Chewy got eliminated because my friend does her hair. Oh, maybe. And then Mel C. Uh, da, 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 uh, oh, she was fifth. She was eliminated fifth, yes. Yeah, hello, Joy. This is my What's Poppin', Justin. Don't wow. try to get excited because AJ's not here. Back off, buddy. Yeah, Matt James the Bachelor went home last week, and then before that, Brian Austin Green, friend of the program, and then uh, Christine Chu, and then Martin Kovic. Yeah, give me a break, Justin. I know what I'm doing over here. Mind your biz, okay? Drink your McDonald's iced tea and just let me live over here. I'm drinking my regular iced tea now that you got me. Thank you for that, I by did. the way. You're welcome. All right, coming up at our next hour, anti-aging secrets. I want to know every single one, but this one might be a little shocking and we'll discuss next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Now, uh, AJ's not here, but we do have Justin, as always. And we have really amazing guests. In our final hour, Doc Halligan is joining us to talk about costume candies and other Halloween pet dangers. But first, this hour, we're talking anti-aging secrets, which you know I love so much. And then also a surprising uh, breakup after three years. This couple has ended their engagement. I don't know if it's so surprising. (laughs) It was a big word on my... On my behalf. Surprise is uh, doing a lot of lifting in that yeah, sense. A little bit, kind of, sort of. Uh, listen, I'm just still trying to deal with Adele's new song, Easy On Me. Like, I'm I'm there. Like, my brain is with Adele, mm-hmm. but my body is here. Yeah. If you can understand that. I, I, I totally feel it. I mean, we've been playing it all weekend since it first came out on Channel Q. and uh, Why don't we play that at your wedding? Do you really want to play a song about a breakup during a wedding? It's not about a breakup. Easy On Me? Yeah, hello, Doi. She's saying, I love you. I'm not easy to be with because I didn't like have it together, but take it easy on me so we can vibe for life. That's literally what Adele is saying. Justin. Age 30 was when she broke up with her husband, Simon Konecki. Yes, but also maybe she started a new relationship and also she's saying, take it easy on me. Oh, maybe. Google it right now. I'll, make I'll, yourself, I'll Google it. Make you yourself useful. Oh, you don't want to Google it because you're afraid I'm right. No, no, no I'll, I'll oh, Google you're it. Getting I, a little worried we'll now. Just kill two oh, birds Justin with one stone. Ronald's a little terrified of me. We gotta do some news. Great. Okay, there's a lot going on. Uh, Assistant Secretary for Health, Dr. Rachel Levine, is making history again. Levine is being sworn in as a four-star admiral, making her the first transgender four-star officer in all eight of the uniformed uh, un uniformed services. 
Admiral Levine will also be the first female four-star admiral in the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps. Levine's historic nomination to be Assistant Secretary for Health at the Department of Health and Human Services was quickly followed with the distinction of being the first transgender federal official to be confirmed. The vote to confirm her nomination was bipartisan. There are only 44 other four-star active duty officers in all of the uniformed services. In an interview with LGBTQ Nation, Levine stressed that her appointment symbolizes progress. She said, I'm humbled to serve as the first female four-star officer of the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps and first openly transgender four-star officer across any of the eight uniformed services. This is a huge occasion, and I am blessed, I'm pleased to take this role for the impact I can make and for the historic nature of what it symbolizes. Now, Levine will lead the corps, which is over 6,000 public health service officers, but stressed that her leadership style is collaborative. She's a facilitator at heart, she said, but as the person in charge, she's not afraid to make the tough decisions either. Did you say corpse? Yeah, what is it? Just a core. Oh my God, why did I say corpse? Oh my God, I should have said that. Yes. Oh God. Dr. Rachel Levine, she's really doing it all. She's now leading the dead. Okay, my bad. Got the word wrong. Uh, Let's get into a little weather. It's going to be a high of 70 in LA today, 72 in Vegas, 81 in Palm Springs, 82 in Miami, 79 in Phoenix, 75 in Atlanta, 64 in Buffalo, 72 in Cleveland, 81 in Cathedral City, and 81 in La Quinta. They give us a vibe of the day. You're braver than you believe and stronger than you seem and smarter than you think. All right, listen, I feel like I know all the anti-aging secrets from Botox to Juvederm, but there are some secrets that you're going to want to know that even I was surprised to hear about coming up next. It stops the aging process dead in its tracks and forces it into retreat. Drink that potion and you'll never grow even one day older. Don't drink it and continue to watch yourself rot. How much is it? One of the all-time greats, Death Becomes Her, obsessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and people around the world are obsessed with this idea of finding the fountain of youth. Uh, anything that, that promotes anti-aging is, is a, a must, right? We're all trying to stay young forever. Forever. Well, a new U.S. study found uh, that if you're looking to stay young, maybe motherhood isn't the route to take because... New mothers who had less than seven hours of sleep per night in their baby's first six months were biologically three to seven years older than those who had seven or more hours. Oh, my God. Lack of sleep can make you seven years older in six months. Listen, I believe that. Well, this is coming from the University of California. They looked at 33 new mothers aged 23 to 45, uh, measuring the length of their telomeres. Uh, those are DNA structures found at the end of chromosomes that are seen as a marker for biological aging. Okay? So... This is scary. Uh, I don't want to get older. And I'm okay with it to a degree. However, this idea that I remember learning about Marie Antoinette. And the night before she was supposed to go to the guillotine and have her neck chopped off, apparently she had a white streak of hair uh, grow through her hair and she was white, right? And then I remember uh, watching Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. Wes Craven. Uh, Nancy, the lead character, played by Heather Langenkamp. And all of a sudden, during one of her nightmares, she wakes up and there's a long streak of white hair. I was like, is that real? 
actually apparently it very much is real. Yeah. Traumas and stressors and things like that can also aid you in addition to a lack of sleep. Yeah, well, I also feel like whatever's going on in your subconscious comes out in your dreams. Mm. I had the weirdest dream last night, to be honest, and when I woke up, I was tossing and turning. I could not go to sleep. But also, you know, I found this amazing invention. Um, because if you, are you a side sleeper? Usually. Or you sleep on your back? I usually sleep on my left side. Okay, so I sleep on my right side. And I've shared this story before, but I went to my uh, my dermatologist and I was like, you know, my eyes are starting to get a little crinkly. And she was like, yeah, there's nothing you can do. you got to sleep on your back. It's really important because mm. you're like smashing your face in. And so I got this beauty pillow that has like, um, what do you, when you go bowling, what do you put up those um, like bumpers? Yeah, so you can't turn your head. Yeah. Is it, is it silk also? It's not silk, silk which would be good, nice, yeah. but it does. It like blocks my head, but it's been hard transitioning to sleeping on my back because I love to sleep in like fetal position, but it's true. I was waking up and just the way it was sleeping was bad. I learned that years ago, my ex uh, had performed with Madonna and everything she says is like his, like he takes it for you know gold, right? And he says, you have to sleep on a silk pillow and you can't sleep on your side. And I said, whatever, I'll just get Botox. I'm okay with it. Like, I, you know, I, I, yeah. I, can't, I can sleep on my back for a little bit. I usually sleep on my side. Sometimes I sleep on my stomach and I sprawl out. I usually sleep on my side, though, and hug a pillow. That's usually my go-to. Oh, yeah, rug. I love that, too. But uh, white hair can become uh, more prevalent because of shock. And if you actually are so scared in a moment or so worried in a moment, it can happen. I think you'd look kind of dope with a white streak. Well, you know who's serving white streak? Michelle Visage, my mother. Yeah, She looks iconic. And it's natural. Mm. Listen, my dad, we don't speak of him here. I'm just kidding. He started following me on TikTok. I have no idea why. Uh, he has Dad's a natural- on TikTok? Yeah, he's on TikTok now. Rocky. Mm. He has this really strong white streak in the front of his head, too. And people used to think that he would dye it like a little skunk. But it's really what it just it looks like. Uh, but I will say, I think it's really important to take care of yourself. You obviously need to drink a lot of water. Always. You also... Get uh, rest. I lack vitamins a yep. lot. Uh, but B12. you can do B12 shots, yep. which are really, really great. Well, you know, also surgery. Surgery and anesthesia could speed up your aging process. Really? Why? Literally, it can speed up and have a catastrophic effect on the brain, apparently. When you go under, first of all, the sur- surgery is traumatic. Whether whether you think it is You're or not, right. it's traumatic. And the anesthesia, especially in older patients, by and large, it doesn't affect people. <clears throat> but older people, it can cause a, an increase in cognitive decline, cognitive decline quickly. Anesthesia can. So just things to think about as, as we all kind of chase this fountain of youth. Um, your career career, the amount of stress you're under at work. You know, I talk about this all the time and and you've mentioned this to me and I've really thought about it, how when I get really stressed out, it's usually my tummy. My tummy gets hurt so bad, wonky, Mm -hmm. right? And it affects every single thing else, every other thing in my life. Because I get so stressed, my stomach is wrong and because my gut health is off, everything is then off. And then I get a cold or flu or I get all kinds of other issues because of it. And it all comes from stress for me. I get so stressed out that I don't manage my time. Um, and I don't I, listen. Full transparency. Broken heart also ages you. Mm, and, yeah. I, and and my partner and I are planning our wedding, and we had an argument recently that was like really difficult. And of course, it came down to communication. We were both uh, saying the same thing, but in different literally- ways. And we were both devastated for a whole couple of days because it was hard. Yeah, it was hard the day of. The next day, I woke up feeling sad. Yes, and those things actually do impact your overall health. 
and they will aid you. A thousand percent. I couldn't. I could not agree more. But also that part about communication. Mm. Lord, I think that's in everything in life. When you feel misunderstood, is when you kind of just go off the rails. Yeah, and half the time you're just saying the same thing yep. in different ways. Well, I think this is really great. I'm so glad that I have my beauty pillow. Get your vitamin B12 shots. Or get me one of those potions from uh, Death Becomes Her. Or that. Are they Make still me available? Hold I just. I don't. Did we ever find out how much it costs? We did not. I paid uh, the price. Okay. It's time for another round of Am I the A-Hole? And I feel like every time we play this game, it has to do with a wedding story, which gets me nervous because I'm currently planning my own nuptials in Mexico next summer. I'm going to tell you this, Michaela. I've got new respect for the term bridezilla, groomzilla. You do? You're starting to understand it. I have it. more empathy for these, these stories that we do because oftentimes it's so easy to be like, oh, you're a jerk. Well, honey, my partner and I have had more like screaming matches in the last few months and we've had our entire nine-year relationship they're always stupid we always get over them they're always fine but i talked to my sister about it recently she says you know what planning the wedding is stressful like it brings out all sorts of things in you that you didn't realize were there but it's a good test run for your marriage because if you get through this you're going to be fine yes well this one newly betrothed young woman she's 24 years old and she is mad at her in-laws so they had a wedding and she and her husband went on their honeymoon uh, they only went away for about four or five days uh, to save money. wasn't a very expensive wedding or expensive honeymoon, which is why it was even more important to her that their cake, which they had saved and told their in-laws they were going to freeze when they got back uh, to enjoy on the one-year anniversary. It's like a tra- tradition, right? You freeze the top tier of the cake, you eat it on your one-year anniversary mm-hmm. for good luck, whatever. Well, she is pissed because when they were gone, her in-laws stayed at their house for a couple extra days. Because they didn't want to go to a hotel room and because flights were expensive. Mm -hmm. So they said, we'll stay two more days. We'll save money on flights and we can stay in their place so we don't have to get a hotel. Perfect. Saving money. A lot of budgets going on here, right? And when you're budgeting, when money's that tight already, I feel like tensions are heightened just in day-to-day life. I've been broke a lot of my life. I know what that feels like. Well, she and her now husband come back and realize that the in-laws ate the whole cake. She's furious. They're saying, we were staying in your home, it was in your fridge, and we just ate it. Who's the a-hole? Um, okay. This is so iconic to me. <laughs> like, first of all, it's cake. It's cake. Let them have the cake. Let's, it's, let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. They're your in-laws. Okay. You're on vacation. You were there longer than you thought. Uh, they got hungry. They got hungry. Let them have the cake. Did they eat the whole thing? Is it all gone? Was it all gone? I yeah yes. I think I I well, kind of agree with you. Eaten, well, well, listen, maybe listen. Okay, eaten so here's where I am. Cake. I'm kind of in the middle on this one. I know that's not a good answer. I know it's not where you want me to be, but I'm going to tell you why. Because on one hand, I see why she's emotional. Uh, their wedding is now doomed. They should just already get an annulment or divorce. Totally, because, absolutely. Like, it's not going to last because of the cake, right? But she did say I asked them not to. That should have been enough. Oh, right? well, yeah. But they were planning on freezing the cake when she got back. So in that way, I'm like, it's kind of your fault then. Freeze the cake, set it aside so it's crystal clear. Do not eat this cake. It's frozen. Well, yeah, but if she... Okay, now hold on. Everything's changing because if she did tell them, the in-laws, like, you guys don't okay, eat the cake. But, and here's why I'm showing empathy towards her. How many times have you and your partner said something to one another and they didn't retain it? And it came up in a fight and there was a miscommunication that took place. It's very, very simple to understand that she might have just been like... Oh, yeah, we're going to save that. But unless you specifically tell somebody sometimes, hey, don't do this thing, 
they might not have thought anything of it. Yeah. They might have thought they were doing her a favor and not letting the cake go to waste and they were going to eat it before she got back. Yeah. So maybe, you know what I mean, in, in, the, in the sort of the hoopla of a wedding weekend, maybe that didn't really stick for them. Maybe that wasn't their number one concern. Yeah. Because if they're already so worried about getting uh, saving money on flights and hotels, they probably are also thinking about saving money on food. And they may have seen that cake and thought, this is food. We can have this for breakfast. Yeah, listen, I actually was totally on the side of the in-laws because I thought it was like kind of iconic. But if she said, don't eat the cake, yeah. then, then, then whether or not the that's cake. right, then just don't eat the cake. Yeah. And although me and Lisa get into arguments or whatever, I know like if I tell her mom like, hey, don't eat you know, something that's special to us or hey, don't do that. She's not going to do that. That's not like you just didn't hear it. Yeah. Like I also wouldn't eat a bride and groom's cake, all of it, and leave them none. Mm-hmm. What? Those in-laws went in on that cake. Well, listen to this. What kind of cake do you think we're having at our wedding? Um, Something better be great. A fake one. We're not even doing wedding cake. We don't want to. I love it. We're doing a fake cake. This is a whole thing, apparently, in the wedding world. Because cakes are, first of all, cakes are like thousands of dollars. Yeah, and you don't even eat all and of don't, it. And don't want it. I don't like cake. Nobody really likes cake that much. I like, I, like I, I, I do. Okay, I kind of love I cake, like too. Cake. Okay, so I do love cake. So here's what we're doing. <laughs> They're doing a three-tier cake for us. The first two tiers are styrofoam. The third tier love... is a little mini cake, so we can cut a piece of cake, do a little thing, and then if you want to like maybe put it, you know, I don't know how we're going to keep it cold from Mexico back to the United States, but if you wanted to, they'll package it for us. We can bring it back and freeze it if we want well, to. Well, there's going to be enough people that are going to want cake. I think that little top tier will get No, eaten. our desserts are bomb. We have two dessert options, and they're insane. Oh, so they're not the cake. Oh, no, we're doing gorgeous, gorgeous desserts. They're not Interesting. cake. Interesting. But they're not cake, though. They're way better. Okay, yum. So you should look forward to it. Yeah, I'm so really looking forward to it. Here's a pointer for you, because you're going to be sitting with me during the ceremony, <laughs> because you're my <laughs> wedding party, so you'll be up there. Lisa's going to be out there all by herself. Oh, sitting by with, herself. Sitting with all the other single people whose partners are probably in the wedding <laughs> party. It's going to be like that table. Yeah, like, okay, the wedding good. Party. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, put her with people. So they people. can all relate to that. Put her with um, people. But uh, y'all need to just order separate things, and you need to sneak over to her and try a bite of hers, and she can try a bite of yours. I literally cannot wait. So just so you know. It's going to be the wedding of a century. Insider information. I'm starving now for cake. (laughs) All right, welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's time for a little What's Poppin'. Now, this story, Michaela, take it away. Okay, I will. Uh, This (laughs) This is not surprising to me at all, but we are gay and it's gay-worthy news. Lala Kent uh, from Vanderpump Rules has decided to end the engagement with Randall Emmett three years later. Uh, it appears that she is living at the Beverly Hills Hotel with her seven-month-old daughter, Ocean. It's alleged that the movie producer cheated on her in Nashville. Um, a source says Randall always lived a double life. He lives the life of a husband or boyfriend, and then he lives the life of a serial partier, and then goes on a bender. Uh, but listen, I I hate to break it to Lala Kemp, but she literally got with Randall while he was with his at-the-time wife. Like, Randall was cheating on his wife at the time with Lala. And that's what always blows me away. I feel like people are shocked when they get into a relationship while still being in a relationship and then they get cheated on. They're like, well, what happened? Well, sis, exactly what you did. I mean, look, I feel bad because there's a baby involved um, and that's never good. But she appears to be moving into the Beverly Hills Hotel uh, with Beyonce's Sorry playing in the background with the lyrics, now you want to say you're sorry, now you want to call me crying, now you got to see me wilding, now I'm the one that's lying and I don't feel bad about it. It's exactly what you get. So they've broken up a time or two before. Maybe they'll be able to make it work. But I'm telling you, if you have cheated 
and you expect that relationship to go well, in the new relationship, I I'm, you can't be surprised when they cheat on you. All right, coming up in our next and final hour, Doc Halligan joins us. We're talking about costumes, candy, and other we and other Halloween pet dangers coming up. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. We have a great final hour for you. Doc Halligan joins us to talk about Halloween costumes and other things that can be very dangerous for your sweet pets as we enter the holiday season. I literally just bit my tongue when I said that, Justin. Okay, say something because I have to let it burn for a second. <laughs> well, Doc Halligan is going to go into a lot of different things that some things that we didn't even know, uh, whether it be you know costumes. Should you have the right fit for your co- uh, pet? Make sure that, that you have the you know ones that will allow them to breathe and well, there's certain fabrics that you shouldn't be using. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And yeah. I make Rocco wear that LA Dodgers hat, and she said no more. Mm-hmm. They can't go around their neck. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really good. Uh, thank you for taking over for me. I literally bit my tongue so bad. And then I was like, oh, no. Uh, it'll be really good. Of course. So for now, let's just get into a little bit of news on the beat. Vaccine opposition is causing division everywhere from schools to police forces. More than a third of Chicago police officers have defied a deadline to report their vaccination status. That means about 4,500 officers are now at risk of being placed on no pay status soon. In Miami, a private school is making children who receive the shot stay home for 30 days, citing vaccine misinformation. However, experts say tragedies like the death of former Secretary of State Colin Powell, who died of COVID-19 complications despite being fully vaccinated, further underscore the need for widespread vaccination. Powell was immunocompromised from battling cancer. And CNN medical analyst Dr. Jonathan Rayner said younger people getting vaccinated helps protect elders and the more vulnerable, even those who are vaccinated. Now, in other news, Assistant Secretary for Health Dr. Rachel Levine is making history again. Levine is being sworn in as a four-star admiral, making her the first transgender four-star officer in all eight of the uniformed services. Admiral Levine will also be the first female four-star admiral in the U.S. Public Health Service Commissioned Corps. Levine's historic nomination to be Assistant Secretary for Health at the Department of Health and Human Services was quickly followed with the distinction of being the first transgender federal official to be confirmed. The vote to confirm her nomination was bipartisan. There are only 44 other four-star active duty officers in all of the uniformed services. Uh, In an interview with LGBTQ Nation, Levine did stress that her appointment symbolizes progress. She said, I am humbled to serve as the first female four-star officer of the U.S. Public Health Service Commissioned Corps and first openly transgender four-star officer across any of the eight uniformed services. This is a, a an occasion I am pleased to take this role for the impact I can make and for the historic nature of what it symbolizes. May this appointment be the first of many like it as we create a more inclusive future. Now, Levine will lead the corps, which is over 6,000 public health services officers, but stressed that her leadership style is collaborative. She's a facilitator at heart, she said, but as the person in charge, she's not afraid to make the tough decisions either. Now, as physician general of the state of Pennsylvania, she led the state's response to the pandemic at times facing heavy criticism and straight-up transphobia from conservatives in her state. All right, another news, Royal Poetical Stars, a 26-year-old black transgender musician was shot to death in broad daylight on October 2nd. Star's friend, family law attorney Sandy T. Fox, said Star's 
was shot 20 times as she sat inside her Hummer SUV on a residential street in Miami Gardens, Florida. Police and media initially misgendered stars, leaving LGBTQ media outlets uninformed about her murder for weeks. So far, no one has been arrested for her murder. Uh, Fox told South Florida Gay News that she felt angry about her friend being misgendered. She said, I changed her name because she's trans to royal poetical stars, which is what Facebook and Instagram says. That's also what she's recognized as at the medical examiner's office, but it appears they aren't even recognizing her as trans. It's unclear if stars had also changed the gender markers on her official government identification documents. Stars will be buried on Friday in her birthplace of Omaha, Nebraska. Um, there is a GoFundMe to help pay for her funeral expenses. Uh, it's only raised $1,000 and it's trying to raise $8,000. So please, please, if you can, please donate. It's devastating. All right, let's get into a little weather. It's going to be a high of 81 in La Quinta, 81 in Cathedral City, 73 in St. Louis, 70 in Cleveland, 64 in Buffalo, 73 in Atlanta, 79 in Phoenix, 82 in Miami, 75 in Kansas City, 81 in Palm Springs, 72 in Vegas, and 70 in LA. Now give us a vibe of the day. You got it, Justin? Dr. James. Okay, just give us a vibe. Say something nice. Be a good guy. Do nice things. (laughs) Uh, So, your vibe of the day. In order to take care of the past, make sure you focus on the future. Okay, I love it. Thank you, Justin. Beautiful. Also, if you want a vibe of the day, since we did not cover this, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian totally engaged AF, and I'm obsessed. Just a lot of roses on that on that beach, right? Listen to me. They're very happy. Roses? No, they're perfect. Don't drag Trav and Court, my new friends. What, a bit too much extra. I don't think so. Coming up, Doc Halligan joins us talking costumes, candy, and other Halloween pet dangers. Halloween is right around the corner, and and oftentimes we, of course, think about, you know, what kind of costume are, you, are we going to wear, or what sort of uh, appetizers are we going to create, some spooky concoctions that we're going to have at a, at a party, perhaps. Uh, but also, if you're a pet owner like Michaela and I, uh, Justin, you have a cat, I believe. I have a dog now. You have a dog now? When did that happen? What? Yes, uh, last week. Oh my gosh, Justin. Justin, you're so weird. Why would you not tell us this? Yeah. Well, I I didn't intend to get a puppy. I'll tell you you that story later. All right, all right. Well, my dog uh, is actually heading to see Doc Halligan uh, today to get some shots, and she happens to be on the line right now with some tips on keeping our pets safe this Halloween season. Uh, Doc, I'll see you this afternoon um, to get the flu and lepto shot for my dog, because everybody's talking about it, and you warned me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Halloween is here. It's right around the corner, and dogs, we all know, I think, dogs in particular, can't eat chocolate. That's like a pretty easy one. They can't? Nah, no, I'm just don't kidding. Don't your dog <laughs> chocolate. Uh, it can kill them. But what other sort of pitfalls should we avoid, dog and cat and pet owners, uh, this Halloween season? Well, first of all, congratulations, Justin. Your life will change now that you have a puppy. That's wonderful. Um, So the biggest thing we see is problems with costumes because everyone's dressing up their pets now, cats Mm. and dogs. And, you know, you've got to make sure the costume is safe that they can poop and pee in the costume, um, that they can see in the costume. You should not get creative and start using safety pins or rubber bands or, you know, trying to make it fit if it doesn't fit. And it, it needs to be made for the species it's intended for. Otherwise, 
your pet's going to swallow a button, have a limb, lose blood because of strangulation from some improper fitting costume. So that's super important. And there's so many costume places right now. You can get all kinds of costumes. Um, so that's really dangerous. And, yeah, you mentioned the chocolate. But, you know, what's sad is that these um, the other candies, they'll choke on those candies like the, the hard candies, the lollipops sugar-free gum and candy that contains xylitol oh, and yeah. liver damage. Uh, so you've got to be careful where you're putting the candy. Keep it out of harm's way. And then candles, too. People, especially puppies, Justin, like if you light a candle, they'll, they'll go up. They're like, oh, that's kind of cool. What's that? And then they just burn their face. Oh, so, um, that's oh my really God, scary. no waggle. Yeah, we've been, lighting a lot of, yeah, we've been lighting, lighting a lot of candles lately, but we have them high. So the dog yes. can't get near them. And our dog, I will say yes. this, you've met Kingston. He's pretty well-tempered. Yes. And he's, oh, he's so cute. He's just like the cuddliest yes. little thing. He's not that curious about things other than his toys, which we Good. love. But I never thought about the costume thing. You know, oh, I never yeah, thought. Because you might yeah. there might just be like the natural inclination. Like, oh, I'm going to safety pin this shut. He'll be fine. But, yeah. Uh, and then no they way. eat it. They swallow. They get, you know, they're picking at it. And the next thing you know, they've swallowed it. I've taken all kinds of weird things out of their stomachs. And you you shouldn't leave them unattended in the costume. All right, you need to pay attention with them in the costume. And don't take them trick-or-treating. Um, you know, it's a scary night for yeah. dogs and cats because they, you know, they just hear all the noise. They see people dressed up weird. One time I went as um, like a black widow and I came out and I was all black and I just, scared my cats like they didn't even know who I was yeah it's like sorry yeah well you know an important point also is that more people are coming to the door and I know that when I open the door Rocco and Bruno lose their minds for anybody at the door uh should people take extra precaution with their pets so that they don't get scared and jet out the door I mean my Rocco is a runner yes oh absolutely and you're gonna see the shelters are all gonna be inundated with pets that did exactly that you open the door and they bolt out the door. So put them, this is what I say during the peak um, time where the kids are coming, put them, make a little nook for them in the back room with um, the soft classical music or whatever music they like, feed them in a puzzle toy, um, keep, you know, keep them separated from the door, especially kitties. Because, I mean, they don't even know the clients are like, oh, I woke up and I couldn't find my cat. They had gotten out at night and they didn't even know. So you do have to be careful. It's Next to Fourth of July, it's one of the most dangerous for cats and dogs. We'll be seeing a lot of pets the next day well, okay, or that so, night. So for people who do want to celebrate the holidays with their little pets, their loved ones, what sort of advice or tips for something special you might be able to do for your pet this holiday season? Well, I mean, you know, think about environment enrichment for them. I mean, they, you know, teach them a trick. You'd be amazed. Like, people always go to food, right? That's where everyone goes to. But if they did a study that these, they did a study with labs that they enjoyed interaction, learning, praise more than they did the treat. So come up with um, some type of play toy for them with boxes with cats, um, you know, buy these. They have all these great puzzle toys. See how smart your dog is. Do a competition, Michaela. 
See, which one of your dogs is the smartest? It's okay, I already fun. know. It's obviously Bruno. <laughs> so, Lisa, I don't know if you've heard of this. This is a personal story. Lisa saw these stupid buttons on TikTok for your dog mm-hmm. that your dog can tap when they want something. So she mm-hmm. taught Bruno how to press the button when he wants a treat. And Bruno's a foodaholic. So he... <laughs> would not stop pressing the treat button and then Rocco was like why is he getting treats and I'm not so then he pressed the button and now I've thrown the button away because they're both annoying me and (laughs) it turns out they're both pretty competitive well I'm going to tell you this I'm going to tell you this Doc Halligan before we let you go Uh, what I've been doing Uh every night this week is we got uh, Kingston a Frankenstein little dog toy uh, with, okay. a, with a squeaker inside that's a little bit annoying. And every night right. we turn all of our mood lighting to blood red and I watch horror films and he cuddles with me on the couch and watches them. So he's getting he's getting some other sort of enrichment. But uh... you're, you're, you're like the model pet parrot. You know that. I can't wait to see you guys this afternoon. I, I learned from Michaela. Uh, thank you so oh, much, the doc. Honey, don't look at me. Okay. I put my dogs in costumes for the first four years. <laughs> safe ones, though. Safe ones. Way to ruin my dreams. <laughs> the Dodgers had us staying, though. <laughs> Thanks, uh-huh. Doc. Okay, thank you. Tell me something good. I'll tell you something good. Movies, okay. movies are back. Movie theaters are back open. I've only been to one so far, but just recently, the latest James Bond film, Daniel Craig's final in the franchise, uh, came out. And people are just clamoring to see... No Time to Die. Well, apparently that title could not be more accurate because one cinema goer in particular, 81-year-old Malcolm Clark, tried to do just that in the what? movie theater. Tried to die. This guy had a heart attack. The movie must have been so good. He had a heart attack. Well, he goes into cardiac arrest during this film. Members of the audience, uh, there was a doctor there, a nurse, that's convenient, uh, came to his aid, helped keep him alive as the room was evacuated. Uh, there was an auto, uh, 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 what is it, automated uh, external defibrillator that was in the theater. They were able to get it, bring him back to life until they got him to the hospital. He's making a full recovery. What? Uh-huh. How wild is that? Wild. I love it. It's an exciting film, apparently. It's a very exciting film. Okay, this is so cute. Did you ever watch Winnie the Pooh growing up? Oh, yes. Which character were you? Which character was I? Did you want to be Tigger? Did you want to be Winnie the Pooh? I think that I was kind of probably Winnie the Pooh or the Rabbit. I was Piglet, for you're sure. A, really? Yeah. Oh, no, I think you're Tigger. You really? have so much energy always bouncing around Yeah, but I was always the littler one, just following people around. I had a crush on Christopher Robin till I was like seven. <laughs> God, I'm so sick of you. That tracks. Okay, well, listen. <laughs> you can actually uh, stay now, thanks to a... Bear B&B. Wait, what? At a cute uh, little replica of Winnie the Pooh's little cottage. Wait, what? It's in Sussex in the countryside, and it's so cute. It's literally like in a little tree. It's got a red door, and when you open it, there's a little bed, and there's there uh, they're like two beds on top of the ceiling as well, and it's so cute. It looks just like Winnie the Pooh's little cottage. Do you want to stay there? Yeah, I do. Michaela, where's Sussex? In England. Hey! hey. Okay! Okay, girl! I almost got you, but I did not. I failed. You did not, Tony. You did not. Listen. Um, it's so cute. I would love staying there. I love when they make these little childhood uh, things become reality. Listen, I hate it. Here's why. Oh. 
Here's why. I recently thought I had a chance to stay at the Scream House oh from the original God. Scream film as part of the 25th anniversary, and Airbnb did something similar for that. They gave away three nights. I did not win. I'm still bitter about it. So I'm tired of these Airbnb gimmicks, but this is cute. Yeah, this is so cute. I'm not bitter. I love it. I can tell you're not. Okay, okay. thank you. Two tickets to Sussex, please. We want two tickets to Justin, Sussex, what airport please. will we fly into? Do we know? Probably Heathrow. Okay. Oh, the big one. Okay. All right. Well, this time is something that is brought to you by McDonald's. At any moment, they can give you a sweet relief. It's a moment to look forward to. Now, for a limited time at McDonald's, get a small McCafe pumpkin spice latte hot or iced for $2. Prices may vary. As always, thank you so much for listening to our show. We have a great show for you tomorrow. We'll see you then. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.